The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. I don't think that you need an introduction, but Justin Sylvester, just like the most unbelievable person ever. Yes. Ever. Shut up. And just like movie star, TV star. So Stop many, it. So Freaking, many like, jobs. You have many jobs. No. Yeah, but not many paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm at the point where I have so many jobs, but not a lot of paychecks. That's what, unfortunate. What are we going to do about that? Do you want to call out your reps? No, right? <laughs> Let's do it. What are you at, CAA? You're somewhere. No, I'm at UTA. Mm. Me too. And I'm obsessed. Me too. I love them. They're so great. And, you know, there's this thing in Hollywood when you're trying to make it, everyone says, just say yes, just do it, put yourself mm. out there. Someone else is going to see you, you know, from these jobs. And I'm at the point in my life, 37, I'm not doing free shit anymore. No, you're no. too famous free. for that. I'm done. You're, you're too famous. No, I'm not famous. That's you also are. That's a blessing and a curse. That's a blessing and a curse, okay? I'm not famous, which means I still have my privacy, but I'm not famous enough to get free shit. Yeah. What? I know. Get in the DMs, please. I know. I'll te we'll teach you the way. Thank ways. you. I mean, the one-two punch of a softer peck DM, it's, mm. it's over. At a minimum, I can guarantee that after this podcast, you will be sponsored by Nordstrom Rack. Oh, thank you <laughs> Because so much. I have a Nordstrom Rack story, and they're just going to come flocking, and they're going to say, I need to sponsor Justin, even though I don't know if they sell Versace. No, Nordstrom but you know Rack. what they do sell is these pants, because I got them at Nordstrom yeah. Rack. Really? Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. You know what? I, where I got this? Where at? Nordstrom Rack. Okay. You know where I got these? Nordstrom Rack. Nordstrom Rack. Do you hold know on, why? Hold on, hold on. Do you know why? Why? Because Claudia and I, Justin and I were just in Mexico. Yes. Just so everybody has context. And Claudia and I brought matching away suitcases. She went to New York. I went to LA. She went with my bag. I went with her bag. <laughs> <laughs> so I have so many panties and I have no clothing. So I ran <laughs> off the fucking plane when I landed trying to get to this mall that Josh recommended and I was going to close and I looked to my right like it was a gift from God and there was Nordstrom freaking rack and I ran into Nordstrom rack tore up the place Vince Page wait stop telling people about it stop telling people no, about it no we're telling them about it no, no. see no, no. No, no, no. You don't need to gatekeep Nordstrom Rack. I do, especially on a Wednesday because that's when they stock it here. Yes, yes, yes. So Ooh. if you go at like 12 o'clock on a Wednesday, they stock it on Wednesday mornings. Nordstrom Rack is my biggest secret in L.A. And I want to post it, but I'm scared. I'm just going to like, I'm going to fuck it up for myself because you get such great stuff there. And every, it, by the way, it's the stuff you see at stores. It's fantastic stuff. And now they will be stocking you. You will be getting a paycheck. Because we do nothing for free on this show. Nordstrom Rack, if you want us to air this, send us a check. Otherwise, we're cutting it. Yeah. But, but the it. truth is, with Nordstrom Rack, here's the thing. It is what you see in the store, but it's just in a color no one bought. <laughs> <laughs> There's yes. no blacks, whites, or grays. It's like, oh, I guess burgundy could yeah. be good. I'd I like a salmon. random oranges for <laughs> yes, and this 11 might fit like an 11 and a half on the right mm -hmm. foot, but I don't care. I love it. Half my stuff from Edu's comes from Nordstrom Rack. And I feel like at like regular Nordstrom's, this part of the shirt is still the waffle. You know? <laughs> sure. Yeah, right? Sure. Like this strip is Nordstrom Rack. So basically, strip. you're saying it's one of a kind. It's one. It's one of a kind, like all of us. Yes. Right? One of a kind. So tell us about this fancy weekend you guys just spent together in Mexico. Oh. Well, we Are you allowed? Are you? I was in San Diego before we came. I, I never mind. We transitioned. We transitioned. It Listen. was bougie. It was bougie. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm only flying for bougie. You were on a. You were on an NDA vacation. 
Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Wow, those are the best vacations. That's like Epstein level. It's yeah. the best. It was vacations. it was on Epstein's Island. Yeah. We were, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, we're on like uh we're we're adjacent to what's that guy who used to own Girls Gone Wild who can't come here anymore? Oh, oh, oh. Joe Francis. Puntamita <laughs> is Joe Francisville. Yes. yes. Because mm-hmm. that's where he can't you know, he can't leave. I'm just saying everybody's complaining about being on that list. Like you gotta be really famous to be on the list. It's yeah. crazy. Like Put me on the list. <laughs> that means I've made it. Right? I have made it. I cannot believe, like, first of all, you, I can't even talk about you, but you right here in front of me, speaking of made it, I was in the movie, sit next to this dude, I'm on a date. And, you know, everyone was like, Oppenheimer's like, three hours. So, you know, I had a Celsius at 8 p.m., which is, <laughs> you know, which is basically, you know, you, you ramped up on, on Finfin. <laughs> was it an early date to Oppenheimer? Like, had you guys just started? Interesting date night. No, it was interesting date night. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting in Oppenheimer, coming out of my clothes because I had a Celsius to stay awake for this three-hour movie. And lo and behold, you pop up on the screen and I squeal like a bitch. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's like, what happened? I'm like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. He's uh, like, you work in entertainment news. You know all those guys. That's I'm true. like, yeah, but I know this guy. It's different. I know this guy. And the movie was phenomenal. Was amazing. I watched it twice and I was, congratulations. Thank you. You Golden won Globe. a Golden Globe. I guess technically I'm Golden Globe winning to Jason. And I love that Justin's seen it twice. Ben, how many times have you seen it? Yeah, I've, I've, I haven't seen it. It's Here's the problem. My co-host. I tr- it's the shit. My brother. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pay him to my, pl- my platonic love mate. <laughs> <laughs> how Every time I tried to it? see it in movies, it was sold out. New York theaters were crazy. And then it just... Now the only movies I watch are on planes. I see, I've watched Basketball Diaries recently. It came out in 1997. Like I just, I just watched Barbie and I literally wanted to fucking take needles and put them in my eyes. <laughs> that fucking movie was such hot garbage. No. And I'm just saying if, oh yeah, no, that's my take. And if Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer needs to be on the fucking, on Delta, I would have seen it already. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it tonight. Okay, but here's the problem. Here's God the problem. damn it. Yes. I take it back. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, I'm going coming over for dinner tomorrow night. Can we watch it? It, with me? Yeah, me. We're gonna watch. We're gonna sit there. Me, you, your two beautiful sons, and your wife. We're gonna How watch the Wackness. I've seen it three times. We're gonna watch Oppenheimer, and we're gonna watch the Wackness. You want to come over? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Fuck that. I don't even want to come over to my house. How old are your kids? They are one in five. Not doing it. <laughs> I'm not coming over till those kids can shake a martini. Really? Yeah. Yes. You're not a big kids person. You know what? I am a kids person. I do love kids. But so they can shake a martini. I'm not coming to your house <laughs> for you to be like, oh yeah, that's just a one-year-old made a mess here. No, 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 no. Like I told you, I'm only coming over to the bouge. Wow. I, yeah. I you know what I can respect when people are like, I'm I'm good without kids. Like I have friends who were great friends of mine in my life. And once I had kids, they were like, deuces, this was fun. And I'm like, really? You're not in my life anymore? They're like, oh no. <laughs> and it's just clear. No, they come back. You know, I was a nanny for years. <laughs> they come back. I was a nanny for years. Mm. I respect kids. I respect people with kids. However, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Good. Kid germs are some of the hardest germs you have ever touched in your life. I can go to Coachella for three days, make out with six random men in a Yuma tent and come back cool. The minute your one-year-old sticks his finger from his <laughs> mouth to mine... I am fucked. We, we've spoken, <laughs> I am taken down. We've spoken about those exact germs way too many times on this show. It's true. We've made the exact same call about 
kids' germs being so freaking strong got so much hate. So you won't get hate. No, no. We already got the hate. We already got hate. But by the way, why are we getting hate for, for something that's true? No, it's crazy. Kids' germs are crazy. It's crazy. I'm up you. I'm up you on that. Yeah, I'm yeah. up you on that. No. Why does every two-year-old sound like they smoke Newports and the minute they cough, they turn your direction to look you in the eye? Yeah. So you know that they cough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's I deep. Think, I it's think deep. I Teach think, your kids how to cough. You guys are very insensitive, and I will say that my son right now has something called fifth disease, which <laughs> sounds like it's from fucking Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's probably it's is. called slap cheek syndrome, and it's just some <laughs> random thing. Wait, wait. This is different from hand. Mouth. Very, very I say, they, the same person who named foot cheek, hand foot mouth. What hand the fuck? Is, what hand kind of name mouth. is that? Hand foot, hand foot mouth actually sounds very innocent and it's just massive boils that just like surround the Terrible. child's face. Terrible. Terrible. It is. No, no, it is wild. It, it's like monkeypox. I'm telling you right now, I, when I was a nanny, I had this woman call me in the middle of the night, frantic. She was like, I need you to get here. ASAP, I don't know what to do. And I opened that door and she was like, I'm not going in there. And I was like, this <laughs> child better look like Linda Blair right. in the motherfucking exorcist because for you to act like, does she have cholera? Like, what is going on? I walk in there and I'm like, oh, she does have cholera. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is cholera. Hand, foot, whatever that shit's yeah, called yeah. is no joke. Oh, yeah. So what does Max have? It's called Fitz disease. It's NBD. It basically is just like when kids get little viruses, it can manifest in a rash. So it's a rash on his cheeks, but it, it, it's literally big red cheeks. Don't worry. We're two weeks out. Everything's fine. I can't pass it to you guys. No, no, you're good. You're good. I just, you know. Red cheeks. I don't look good with red cheeks. I'm not good with red cheeks. No, I, I like, I get very, I end up looking like Rosie O'Donnell. Like when, when I, my cheeks get too red, I look like Taylor Schrecker. Like it's just, <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, I it. just, I'm just black. So I yeah. stay this like, you know, just gorgeous color. You know it. what I mean? Like yeah. gorgeous. And you know, sometimes like, you know, is this like a PG 13 type no, thing? This is go, a rated R. R. This is rated R. You know, it's so funny because like, you know, growing up in Louisiana, you know, I was a church girl for a long time and then moving to West Hollywood in Los Angeles, like all you white men are kinky. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sure. y'all are some kinky ass people. Sure. So, you know, I had to warn, you know, these, you know, I date outside my race all the time. So I'm like, listen, you can't choke me like you be choking everybody else. Because once he turns red, you release the grip. Like, I'm not, don't wait till I'm blue. Yeah. Because if I get to blue, we're too late. That's a public service announcement. Yeah, you better call Mariska Hargitay because, like, you just assaulted me right here, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, this is not a good thing. But it's, I like being black. Yeah. Yeah, what? It tell, seems tell us awesome. more about I that. love being black. Tell us more Cut about that. Black History Month turn back. I love being black. Being black seems awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's so awesome. Title, title, Marshall. Yeah, that'll, that'll be the people Wait, headline tomorrow. Josh Peck. Being black seems awesome. <laughs> it really is. My, my friend Gregory is from Louisiana, and he said that during the summer, there are termite swarms where lights will become engulfed in swarms of termites. Thoughts? Yeah. Is this fake news? No, that's real. Really? It's locusts. Locusts. Also in the summer in Louisiana. <laughs> it's biblical, bro. Yeah, no, no. Wow. It's wild. This episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Hero Bread. You guys already know how much we love Hero Bread because Hero Bread is an incredible, incredible option if you're trying to stay lean but still have that unbelievably fluffy, perfect texture, perfect for grilled cheese, a little tuna, turkey sandwich. Hero Bread is 
is it. And Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs. Like how, how can you beat that? Zero to one grams of net carbs. And I promise you this bread tastes delicious. It's so soft. Normally when you get bread that's zero to one grams of net carbs, you're thinking to yourself, this thing is going to taste like styrofoam. It doesn't. It's so soft. It's so delicious. We absolutely love it here at The Good Guys. Zero sugar and is high in fiber. Now it's made with heart healthy olive oil uh, for an added boost of healthy fats as well. Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, a savory breakfast burrito, maybe a mouth-watering cheeseburger, who knows, vegan cheese for the kosher folks. My favorite Hero Bread product is just their regular white bread. It literally tastes like the traditional white bread that you remember going into the grocery store, getting and making that perfect grilled cheese. So, folks, Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Again, this new recipe with olive oil, it is chef's kiss and obviously healthier for you. Go to Hero.co and use code GOODGUYS24 at checkout. That's G-O-O-D-G-U-I-S-2-4 at H-E-R-O dot co. The Good Guys podcast loves Harry's because the shaving industry is a fraud. We know that. And it was time for them to be disrupted because we've been we've been overpaying. OK, we've been overpaying for shaving cartridges and then it just you, you get stuck and there's really no alternative. But now there is with Harry's. Look, Harry's has they have these beautiful products. They get delivered to your house. You're going to get refills like these great five blade razor cartridges for as low as two bucks, half of what you would pay for other big brands. I, it has a weighted handle. I got this set. It was a five blade razor weighted handle, foaming shave gel and a travel cover for just three bucks. And you can too at harrys.com slash good guys. Harry's has got plenty of stuff, whether it's amazing smelling deodorant for only five bucks. And the truth is there's no risk. I know you get worried. I know you don't like, you don't like to give your credit card. Listen, with Harry's, there's no risk, okay? So you don't like the shave, no worries, it's on them. And they have the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. But most importantly, the shave is glorious. The The quality of the shave, you're not going to be going over the same spot five times. Those five blades, if blade one, two, and three don't get it, four and five going to get it. You know what I'm saying? These blades got backup, so do it. I'm telling you, I have sensitive skin and I've never had a better shave. I'm not kidding. Don't settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash good guys. That's harrys.com slash good guys for a $3 trial set. Also in the summer in Louisiana, the last day of school, I remember like fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, what they would do is they would have a seminar. Mm. Like there was a fair. Mm. But in order to get in the fair, you had to take this heat preparedness five-minute course. And there was like a dummy on the ground, and they would say, okay, if your friend passes out from heat stroke, grab the hose and hose them down from, and flip them and hose them and flip them <laughs> and hose them. And the amount of times I had to use that technique because you don't realize like 110, 105 degrees with 100% humidity. Right. Oh, my God. You're doing 69 with the devil at that point. Yes. Like, it is hot. It's happening. It's happening. Yes. So growing up in the South, like, when a heat wave hits L.A., and everyone like, it's 94, record temps. I'm like, 94, bitch? That's <laughs> the midsummer's night dream for me. <laughs> 
Wow, 69 with the devil. I almost think like reverse cowgirl with the devil. Because you know what? You wouldn't, the breath wouldn't be, the right. heat wouldn't be coming this way. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. No. In the summer, in July, man, you have never in your life felt anything like it. I had a girlfriend who was like, I'm going to film a movie. Like, I'm up for a role. And it films in Louisiana. I'm like, oh my God, girl, New Orleans? Ooh, these dudes are about to be all over you. Yes. She was like, yeah, I can't <laughs> wait. I'm going to wear this. I'm going to wear that. I'm going to do my hair. I'm going to be like, Diane Lane and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh yeah, where are you living? She was like, oh, I'm living in the French Quarter. I'm like, oh my God, when do you leave? She was like, July 1st. I was like, so what you're going to do is you're going to call your agent yes. and you're going to back out of this goddamn film. Because <laughs> first of all, you're going to sweat your ass off. You won't leave the house. And you will never look the way you think you're going to look. It's that hot. It's that humid. Damn. It's crazy. Mm. And the problem is, too, with movies, like I've worked on things where I was once doing this movie in Canada where we couldn't wear clothes to accommodate the weather. Because otherwise, you would be like in North Face parkas the Mm. whole time. So they're like, no, no, you need to look cute. We need to like triple layer you. And we'll put a thermal Mm. and a flannel. I'm like, babe, I need high-tech fibers. I need that Mm Gore-Tex. And they're like, no, 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 you have to look normal. And so literally, I'm looking at the crew who look like they're on the top of Everest. And I'm in like a thin members-only jacket. And I'm like, end me now. Kill me now. I love a rich white man. I need Gore-Tex. I need that fiber. <laughs> I need that fiber. Get me, get me that North Face. I'm like, okay. Yeah, give me that wool. You got money. <laughs> oh, that Disney. That Nickelodeon money's coming through. Is, no. That's the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> do you, do you what know? Nickelodeon do you, do you know? <laughs> what? There's no money. There's not no money? No. There's no residuals on kids' TV. What? Fun fact. He I'm, was fucked. I'm what? over it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. It's fine. They only robbed me in my childhood. Did your parents rob you? No, no. Okay, at least you have that. Because I only had one parent, so it was like a 50-50 chance, and she turned out to be great. Oh, my God. At least you have that. Shout out, Barb. Thanks, Mom. Hey, Barb. Because, you know, I talk to a lot of people, especially child actors, who have, a lot of them have that story Mm. of their parents kind of sort of robbing them before that whole law came into effect and even figuring out ways to get around that law and... I don't know. I mean, my mom locked me in a house a few times to go to the club, which, you know, I got over, but not really. Yes. I couldn't imagine having to move on with my life knowing that she stole millions from me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, it, it would be over. I'm still holding on to the fact that on my 11th birthday, my mom asked me what kind of birthday party I wanted. And I said a Young and the Restless birthday party. Wow. That's true tea. And she made me have a Cowboys and Indians party. And that shit still comes up in therapy. So... I could only imagine what $500,000 would have done to my relationship. My my friend, for his 13th birthday party, his bar mitzvah, had a Bette Midler-themed bar mitzvah, (laughs) and then he proceeds to tell me, and then he came out at 24. I said, no, you came out at 13. You came out at 13. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even imagine how fun that bar mitzvah was. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Beaches-themed? Bar mitzvahs are already amazing, but plus a coming out party. Just fantastic. And now that I'm thinking about bar mitzvahs, my mom, like, parents, best people in the world. Yeah. That said, where is my bar mitzvah money? Where where is that bar mitzvah money? Where is it? Where is that bar mitzvah money? I I got checks. You got made off. I got checks, and I'm just saying, I don't have them. You don't have them. Damn. ID ID presents. I don't have them. You know, I didn't know about this bar mitzvah thing mm. until I moved to L.A. Mm. And honestly, like, I worked for some of the nicest Jewish people ever. I worked for Kyle Richards for five years. Did you? 
No. She's a Jew. Yes. Stop it. Umanski. Umanski's Jewish. The Hiltons are Jewish? No, not the Hiltons. The Umanskis are Jewish. But her sister is a... Yes. Correct. Got it, got yes. it. Okay. Correct. And by the way, like... She practices like there is temple. Baruch there Hashem. is like yeah, Rosh Hashanah. Please get out the house. We have like people coming over for you know Shabbat. Like I learned about everything. Although I thought a latke was a latte with vodka when I first started. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that. But the money people show out for bar mitzvahs in L.A. Like yeah. I'm embarrassed to invite anyone to my wedding. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's moms outdoing moms. That's mm -hmm. all. The, it's like a competition. Like who can outdo who. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. And themes. And themes. Yeah. My theme was the Knicks. Claudia's was Color Me Cloudy. So it was all like colors. And Claud Claudia's was a big, like Claudia's was basically like that. Like, oh, wow. She had a bougie one. Country Club. We just rewatched the video in Utah. How much? How much money? Oh, that's a great question. I don't Ballpark. know. Over 50? Probably. Yeah. Oh, 100. Yeah, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was in the mid 2000s. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know how much, but definitely, definitely some good dough was spent at the Country Club. Bougie affair. And I hope she got her checks. Like, I don't know. Oh, damn, your mom really did you dirty. Yeah, even though. And by the way, she listens to every episode. I love you. I love you, I mom. love you. And by the way, keep it. Keep <laughs> the money. But where'd it go? Mine, mine was $12,000, and it was at an Italian restaurant, the reception and the ceremony, because we were going to not move. At in Buca the de Beppo? It close. Buca de Beppo adjacent. And my mom and I did a 45-minute show mid-bar mitzvah. Wow. wow. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. What do you mean a 45-minute show? Oh, my God. We started with something familiar, something peculiar. Wait, I'm something for everyone a comedy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> You became a man by singing 45 minutes of show tunes with your mom. Dude, she sang You're My Best Boy in front of all my homies. <laughs> it was damaging. Listen, listen. Look, I went to weddings. I used to plan weddings. You did? Yeah, I started as a wedding planner when I was like 14 years old. I worked with this wedding planner. I literally devoted every weekend of my life to her from 14 until 19 and I did some of the most fabulous weddings in Louisiana. And one time I did this wedding and my, how I got the name, the lady sitter was, I would always be with the brides mm -hmm. and the bridesmaids. That was my job. I would make sure they were in hair and makeup, make sure that they were all taken care of, making sure they were in the place where they needed to be. That was my jam. And one time I went into the room to check on the mother of the bride, mother of the groom actually. And she had on a dress. And I said, is that the dress you're wearing for the wedding? Oh, oh. And she said, yeah, that's the dress I'm wearing for the wedding. I was like, you're wearing a wedding dress. And she said, I don't care. This is my day. Oh, my God. And I said, I want to see when you, I'm going to walk you to your daughter-in-law. I'm going to escort you, make sure you make it there safe. Because <laughs> you're not coming back in one piece. And I walked her up to the daughter-in-law and... It was the wedding held for 35 minutes until she put on the dress that she was supposed to wear. It was what is the you? most epic throwdown I have ever seen in a church in my life. What is wrong with people? Like, I, I, like it's crazy. Like, like I can't even like begin to go through her thought process of buying that dress, wearing that dress, having the gall to look you in the face that it was her day. Right? Like, it's 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 crazy. And the worst part was that she looked hot. <laughs> she looked so hot in the dress, which was gonna like freak mm. everybody out. Mm. It was just terrible. Oh, it was the what, highlight of my life though. That's, it really was. I was gonna ask how you got the lady sitter name, so now it, it makes sense. <laughs> That's what it was. I was the lady sitter at weddings. Wow. 
This episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Drizzly. Now I know folks, dry January, I get it. Everyone gets it. Personally, I don't participate in dry January. That said, I absolutely respect it, as does Drizzly. If you go on the Drizzly app, you can shop so many non-alcoholic items or low-alcoholic items. Spirit Society, 6%. 6% is nothing. It's basically dry. It's basically dry. But if you're looking for non-alcoholic items, Drizzly has you covered for dry January. Is January looking dry? Get some lotion. Get a humidifier. And better yet, get Drizzly, the on-the-go, the on-the-go, the on-the-go app for drink delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices across local stores and get your best price on a huge selection of drinks, perfect for dry January every single time. Maybe some non-alcoholic wines, if that's your thing. Have a look. Ready-to-made mocktails? Grab a straw and order up, folks. Or again, Spirit Society. Low-cal, low-ABB, low, low 6%. You never know. You never know. Those seltzers, really good. Dry January, damp January. Dry or damp. I absolutely love Drizzly just because of how convenient it is. You want something? Go on the app. Look at all of their items, alcohol, non-alcohol, whatever you want. Compare those prices. Get the best price and then order it. And all of a sudden it's at your door. It's that freaking easy, folks. It is that freaking easy. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com, the go-to app for alcohol delivery. Must be 21 plus, not available in all locations. You know, in the Good Guys podcast, we have a segment called What Are You Nuts? And the truth is, I'm nuts in a funny way, but kind of in a serious way. And I have benefited from having a place where I can go talk to a professional, talk about what's going on with me, my mental health, the things that I'm going through. And that's why I'm so excited to be working with Cerebral. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. It's 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Whether you're going through anxiety, depression, you know, when I have challenges, it tends to lean more to kind of a bit of the depressive stuff. And the truth is I worked with a, with a person, a psychologist for many years and it was super helpful. And then inevitably I found that, you know, I needed to explore possibly taking a medication and it's great with Cerebral that both those options are available to you and they make it incredibly easy. So I think something like Cerebral can help you with your individual goals for the year and to know most importantly, you're not alone. They will craft a treatment plan for you that's tailored to your individual goals and you don't have to worry about finding the right provider or scheduling appointments because Cerebral brings it all to you whenever and wherever you need it. And if you feel like you're not making progress with your therapist or prescriber, just switch to a new one at any time. To get started on your path towards better mental health, Cerebral is giving our listeners 15% off their first month of online therapy, medication, or both. Get started at Cerebral.com slash podcasts and use code GOODGUYS. That's Cerebral, C-E-R-E-B-R-A-L.com slash podcast and use code GOODGUYS to get 15% off your first month. Make 2024 your best year yet. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. See site for details. So how do you go from wedding planner, nanny, now Hollywood host, Coolest guy on television. Okay, so follow me. You might need a diagram. I'm ready. Lady sitting at weddings ran into this woman named Allie Landry, 
who was a model slash actress. Sure. She was like the first Doritos girl. Varsity Blues? No, she was. Remember she was the she was on this show called Eve, but you remember back in the day when the Doritos, the thing would open and the Doritos would fly out and the girl would hit the splits and catch Doritos? Yes. That was her. Mm. She was from my hometown. She was in one of the weddings that I did, actually two, invited me to live with her in LA, was like, oh, I have this like, you know, friend who needs an assistant, come today. And I was like, mm, I'm not sure. She was like, no, come today. You'll love her. Started working for Kyle Richards, worked for Kyle Richards for five years, Thought I was going to get into management, so I kind of sort of hooked these kids up with a kind of like a meeting with this producer. And then six months later, Rich Kids of Beverly Hills was on air on E! Produced that for two seasons. Went to EJNYC in New York. And I'll never forget this for the rest of my life. On the plane ride back, I had this thought process that, hey, I'm 29. I'm turning 30 in November. This is six months. Maybe I should try for this on-screen thing. I wanted it, but I just never thought it was possible. But let me see if I can get the, the hosting job, mm. a small one. And if not, I'm going to just get a job with a 401k and health insurance. So when I landed, I started making phone calls, trying to figure it out. I got Daily Pop the day before my 30th birthday. Wow. November 7th. Wow. wow. Yeah, it was wild. And you did Daily Pop for five years? Five years at 530 in the morning. That's, so walk us through that because like I'm fascinated with daily entertainment shows because it's like a news show kind of but more pop. Yeah. What's that schedule? So you're in studio at five thirty every day. So my show came on at eight first. Mm-hmm. So I had my first meeting was at five thirty. Then I would get into hair and makeup by six fifteen six thirty. Research, you know, from six thirty to seven forty five. I was on set ready to go. Eight to nine, it was bumping. Then the corporate America kicks in. They want you to stay there for another four hours. Oh, you know what I mean? Which is crazy. Oh, it's crazy. For what? Just to sit, to chill. Just for bullshit. Yeah, yeah, you know, to say you were there for eight hours. But, you know, it was really, really fun and interesting. As much as, you know, at 30 years old, you don't want to be up at 530 in the morning or have to wake up before the sun comes up. Every day knowing you were going to talk about a different thing and meet really cool people. Like, you know, we had you on the show for so many times was kind of amazing. It was rewarding. It was phenomenal. It was the greatest, you know, kind of master's class because I learned from a lot of people. I had Kat Sadler, who was there way before me, who kind of taught me everything. And then Lonnie Love came on, you know, had Lonnie Love on the show for almost eight months. Like, that was like a master's class in, like, comedic timing. Mm. And it was just, like, a really cool experience. And how do you contend with, because you hear this from talk show people a lot, which is like, sometimes you're getting guests that you're so excited to chat with, and sometimes you're getting real drips, real people you don't want to talk to, you're not, and you have to fiend interests, right? Yeah, but you know what? I love a drip. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I like a drip. So what, Because you, you get to talk more? No, not because I get to talk more. <laughs> because I love Just when Just sit like, and look pretty. Right? No, I love when a publicist comes up to me after and said, wow, you really got a lot out of it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But my whole thing before my show, I always did this. You know, there was three people on the show. The girls were always in hair and makeup, trying to get their outfits right. I didn't care about that kind of stuff. I would always spend 15 minutes in a dressing room just talking to whoever was on the show that day because obviously they made it. You know, you're on this show. They booked you on E. Right. And it was normally people I admired. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it was normally people I admired. And I always sat with them for 15 minutes just shooting the shit. 
talking about Law and Order. Remember that episode of Law and Order you were on 30 years ago? Like, right. And I love that moment connecting with people. So when someone came out as a guest, the first 90 seconds is you trying to connect with that person, which is why it feels so dry. But we already did that in the first 15 minutes. Yes. Mm -hmm. We have inside jokes now. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's what I really did. So loving, I love the drip because I always got them to drop. You know mm. what I mean? It was Ooh, a drip drop. I got the drip to drop? I got the drip to drop. Did we just come up with that now or is that a phrase? No, I, I just came up with that. Wow, Jesus. Wow. Don't wow. tell Cardi B. That could yeah. be the name of your book, Getting the Drip to Drop. Getting the Drip Ooh. to Drop. Wow. Not That's terrible. No, it's good. It's not terrible. And you do a lot of red carpets as well, right? Mm-hmm. And what's the art of that? Oh, Red carpets are really tough. I bet. Do you want to put publicists in headlocks? <laughs> no. Why do they all? It was so funny. I did an award show the other day where I was presenting, and I'm standing at the valet after, and I just see this nice woman waiting for her car, and I go, you have a client here tonight? <laughs> and she's like, you can tell I'm a publicist. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. You all have a uniform and an air about you, and some of them are brilliant, and many of them are just like, they're literally, they're mini bodyguards for oh, clients. Oh, 100%. Right? And by the way, a lot of them are just looking ahead, and I respect that. They're looking ahead and trying to do the least amount of work possible. Smart. This episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by Nutrafol. I absolutely love Nutrafol. Look, folks, we're in our 30s. It is what it is. The young kids listening to the podcast, you'll see. You'll see. Your hair is going to thin, and you're going to need a product like Nutrafol. Like all of us, we're all the same. We all need products like this, and I absolutely love it. And honestly, hair is everything to me. Hair is everything. I have an egghead. This hair goes away. Folks, we're in, we're in deep, deep trouble. Hair thinning is complicated. The problem is it's actually much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over one Million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Everyone's root cause of hair thinning are different. So a one size fits all approached hair growth doesn't necessarily cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow throughout different stages, such as postpartum and menopause, as well as different lifestyles, such as plant-based diets like Marshall. Nutrafol supplements support healthy hair growth, from within by targeting root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair like me. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code GOODGUYS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists Recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code GOODGUYS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code GOODGUYS. I had a publicist come up to me one time at a junket, and it's like this huge junket. And when you're a reporter in your first few years, you know, your producer gives you a list of questions. Like, don't, it's like, don't come home unless you get these, basically. And I sat down and the publicist comes in. And when I say A-list, I mean fucking A-list. And our publicist comes in and she goes, don't ask her about the divorce. Don't ask her about her personal life. Don't ask her about her kids. And don't ask her about this. And I was like, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> what's left? Let me just go ahead and tear. 
this up. Yeah. And like she's coming in 30 seconds. Oh, Everyone's like fussing around her, fussing around wow. her. She sits down and keep in mind, she's one of the hottest women in the world. Very intimidating, but I'm obsessed with her. And Oprah, it's Oprah. I'm thinking to myself, okay, I get game on. Let's see what's going on. And she sits down and I say, well, how the fuck are you? <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> because in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Keep in mind, I'm like, literally, this is like year two into my career. And she goes, well, you can't read. I'm getting a divorce. My kids <gasps> are growing up. Wow. Like, I'm going through this thing. And I'm going through this. And I look at the publicist. And my eye was like, game on, bitch. I had the greatest interview of my life with this person. We have the strongest connection that even today, seven years later, when I see her, she always gives me a look like, how are you? Wow. Because that moment, and by the way, she's met a hundred people. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because hundreds of people. And it's so crazy because a lot of times the celebrity doesn't really mind going there, it's kind of sort of the publicist to like, you know. 100%. They're just kind of, they're just trying to do their job. And I, I respect that so much. Because being the gatekeeper to somebody that big has got to be tough. I mean, I tried calling you four times. Your publicist told me to hang the cut that phone what out. What the hell? Yeah. My, pu my publicist won't call me. <laughs> I didn't even know you had a publicist. I took, uh, yeah, right. I, I took them off payroll real quick. <laughs> right? They weren't, they weren't filing anything to you. And it's the fear that if you don't do what the publicist says, then you are like kind of blacklisted oh, going Oh, for sure. Forward. No, no, they'll hold clients from you. Like, you know what I mean? But, so you have to kind of listen. Yeah, but you know, I don't mind. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind. I never want to be the gotcha person. I never want to be the person mm -hmm. who like is that way with anyone because I know those kind of people. I want you to know that as a journalist and as a host, I'm never trying to get your public. I'm never trying to get the headline. Mm -hmm. I will never, ever go back to E and say, this is the headline. Sure. Clip this. But I get it. A lot of times people have been caught in the honey trap. What are celebrities doing wrong? Like, what do you observe in famous people or people you're interviewing where you're like, you don't have to do that, babe. You're well, making it hard on yourself. Where they're tiptoeing, they're scared. Mm. And I get it. Mm. I get it. Everybody's taking things out of, out of proportion. Everything's, you know, everyone's taking things, you know, to the next level. I wish, I truly wish what we went back to was like inside the actor's studio where you can sit down with somebody mm. for 20, 30 minutes and have a full conversation, like a full conversation, because trying to get someone to express something in four minutes, you know, on a carpet or on a junket is hard. So yeah. I understand you're trying to just make sure that you are so on point that no one can misconstrue anything. And the only person who can really do that really is Tom Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise is bulletproof. Bulletproof. Mm. Yeah. Bulletproof. You will ask him a question and he will answer another one. Yes. <laughs> and you'll be like, damn, that's the greatest answer I ever got. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's crazy. It's amazing how I was listening to, you know, Kara Swisher. She's like a famous tech reporter, but she's interviewed everyone, Elon. And, yeah. And she's like, the hardest thing, she was talking about interviewing Obama. And she told this story on the podcast. She said is that it's using your time intelligently because politicians speak in paragraphs. Because they want to control the time. And they know 100%. you have a hard 20 minutes. And so if I can turn what would be 10 questions into three, yeah, mm. I win. And she told this story on her podcast, so I can tell it, where 
she said to President Obama when he sat down, because they already cut her time. They were like, it was supposed to be 40, then they made it 20. Yeah. And she said, listen, you talk in paragraphs. She's like, I'm going to be butting in a lot. And he looked at her and said, I heard you were obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I respect both of them for oh that exchange. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. No, you have to like, you know, sometimes just being upfront, and I often say to people like, hey, like, is there anything... Like you want to promote like mm-hmm. some, you know, Sasha, like, you know what I mean? And they're like, oh my God, ask me about my ferret clothing line. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's I love chinchilla. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, well, oh, you make clothes for ferrets? Like, you know, like I, you just gotta like because a lot of times uh-huh. like people have all these side projects that like their publicists, you know, like the studio doesn't want them to talk about. But you know what? I'll talk about your new single. I don't give a shit. I want you to feel comfortable and feel like you're getting something out of this and I'm going to give it play. And I always fought for people to get that extra play. Mm. Like, I know you're here for Oppenheimer, but you know what? If you got gastro issues and Tom's is paying your ass. Let's go. Thank you. Shout out Play-Doh because we did something for Play-Doh together recently. Yes. Had a, nice little, had a nice little brand deal. They were like, we'd love for you to publicize on the show. It's said, Justin's my man. And they say, wow. let's do it. And I'm here for it. And by the way, I sometimes get side gigs because of my enthusiasm for people. And, and, and I get it. Like, it's a job. Like, I understand, like, you know, it's a grind. And I respect that. Yeah. So you know what? When you come with Charmin, I don't even care if it's Vagisil. I'd be like, yeah, that Vagisil is the shit. Yes. You know? I brought you both Little Caesars. I just realized. Do you remember that campaign? That yeah, first campaign ever? Yeah. Yes. That was both of you. Thank you for that. From me. Thank you. Thank what you for that money. you brought me? Just <laughs> joy. Joy, bitch. It's a true friendship. Just so good. So good. So gorgeous. So should, good. We, should we get into our What Are You Nuts moment? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we should. Do you know what this is? No, what is it? Okay, so... We do this every week. People, places, things, gripes that you have with humanity. Things that make you say, what are you nuts? Oh, tell me. What are you nuts? I mean, I told my real what are you nuts earlier, which was the changing of the bags with Claudia. But I'll dive deeper into JetBlue and I'll call them by name. Ooh. Wow. Flights take off at, it's like 30 minutes apart. Claudia's flight is at 5 o'clock. Mine's at 5.30. I realized the second she got on the plane, and she, you know, boards immediately. Yes. Immediately. Yes. Like, she is one, one, one. Like, there's a woman in a wheelchair ready to board. She kicks her in the face and boards first. Like she, <laughs> she, active she, military. She's no, oh, oh, yeah. A- active military, disability, fake scoliosis, anything. She is boarding first. <laughs> so she's on Move the plane. Aside, officer. She served two tours in Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> How many tours did you do? General Claudia Ashri here. <laughs> she boards first. And so I realized that I had her bag the second she got on the plane, but there are still 99% of the cabin to board. The plane has not left. The door has not closed. No. This is a salvageable, solvable situation. So I went up to the gate agent. First, I called Claudia. I'm like, bitch, give me my bag. Like, let's find a way to do this. Then I went up to the gate agent and I'm like, you need to find a way for me to switch our bags. It's right there. I see the plane. I'm holding my bag. She's holding hers. The general consensus was that if her bag were to be removed from the plane. She would need to be removed from the plane, re-go back through TSA, no. and then come back on the plane. Doable, though. No. No, no not doable. Not doable, not doable. No. Claudia is already doable. taking no, that ambient. No, it's not happening. Like, Claudia's not already happening. passed not out. Happening. Not happening. But even, even if she, like, not happening. It's just, there wasn't enough time. Not possible. And I'm sorry. What are you, nuts? We both went through security. This was already checked. Both bags were already screened. 
Her leaving the plane with the bag that was already checked to go and recheck it, it just doesn't make any sense. They could have given me my bag. They should have given me my bag. And JetBlue, just send me a credit, like a hundred bucks. By the way, like, you know what? Go send this way, man a hundred dollars. By the way, one second. <laughs> I spent all that money at Nordstrom Rack because they kept my bag hostage. Oh. I'll send you the receipts. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'll send you the that. receipts. There by you way, go. I should get like two grand. Yeah. Two grand, is that right? Don't just leave out the rack. I didn't go to Nordstrom Rack. I went to Versace. Leave out the rack. By the way, I'm like, damn, you must have bought the whole Nordstrom Rack. You took the whole rack. The whole rack. (laughs) The whole rack. What are you nuts? What are you nuts? Okay, so my what are you nuts moment is, I have issues with Uber. We were talking about this Mm. earlier. Terrible. I just don't get it. I was being driven. So first, me and this driver were connecting. She's lovely. I see that in the back pocket of the uh, seat in front of me is a literal throw-up bag. Mm-mm. I said to the woman, very smart. <laughs> you are Friday night. You get some some ragamuffin, some, some miscontent, some wild drunkard who needs to throw up yeah. in your car. Boom, get the bag. Throw. You're smart. You're smart, yeah. girl. She goes, thank you so much. I also do it because these Teslas... Sometimes make people a little sick. And as she says that, she hits the brake <laughs> so hard. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna throw up. You're right. And then she proceeds to get on the phone. She's on the phone. And this is what kills me with Uber. It's like, if you're gonna be on the phone, what do you want from me? I'm not gonna give you five stars. I did. She has my address. But <laughs> we're driving, and she's like kind of trying to be, she's Flirting with a guy, she and all I'm hearing is this from the front seat. You're dumb. <laughs> oh, she's about to get it. Yeah, dude. I was like, you're stupid. So meet me at the charging station. Oh she is about to get it from another eco conscious daddy. I was like, someone else getting a tax incentive for their energy for their electrical car. I was like, what are you nuts? Like, I am your passenger, ma'am. Oh nuts. my nuts. god. Nuts. 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 Do you know that one time I was in a taxi cab? in New York and this taxi cab driver is not handsome at all. Not cute, but like, you know, swaggy, like where you're going, like, you know, like, you know, real like, I'm like, ooh, okay, ooh, I was like, oh, I'm going uptown. (laughs) He is on the phone with someone. My friend who gets in the car is one of my best friends, is Middle Eastern, but doesn't look Middle Eastern, which is Mm kind of sort of like a drag. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Like, if you're from like Azerbaijan and Dubai, like, half and half a turkey and a drum, like you should like look like you know what i mean like you should come mm-hmm. on sure mm-hmm. he looks white yes. mm. and it's like i'm like damn and he gets all upset every now and then because he doesn't like tan you know so he gets in the car this man is on the phone with somebody who has this very very sexy voice and she is talking to him and he's like yeah like talking back and they're going back and forth and farsi it's like this whole thing and my friend is texting me under the thing and is translating what is happening on this phone call. And this man is basically on a sex call, like one of those 1-800 numbers, thinking that we don't understand what's going on because my friend looks like he's from North Dakota. Wow. What a superpower. Oh, we were... That 25-minute car ride was so exciting. So exciting. It's a movie. Middle Eastern white. Well, no. Then I got on Google. <laughs> yeah. Then I got on Google Translator because I wanted to know. Like, I got mm. on that Translate nap. So I, like, put it, put it on and put it right by the thing. You can do that. Yeah, you can do that. You can do voice to translate? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's it's phenomenal. That's amazing. That's amazing. I know. Wow. 
Wow. So is that, do you have a What Are You Nuts moment? Oh, I do have a What Are You Nuts moment. Oh, can't wait. My What Are You Nuts moment is, why did Niecy Nash finally get a, a Emmy? She should have had that years ago. She should have had an Emmy years ago, people. She's very talented. Like, she's a very talented person. Very talented. All about her craft. But I'm so happy she got Dahmer because it showed another side of her. But these producers and directors, this woman is the one. Like, you guys should have been putting her in stuff like this. Reno 911? Years ago. Genius. Genius. She's genius in it. It's a genius show. But here's the problem. And you probably know this better than anybody else. When you're in a cult classic or something that's such a huge success, I feel like in Hollywood, a lot of times people have a hard time seeing you as something different. Mm. So it takes you a little bit longer to get to the place where, okay, you can do drama now, or you could do this, or you could do that. That's why I feel like a lot of people, like, think about, like, the 90210 people. They had to, like, go and do, like, you know, showgirls. Like, I'm going to show my titties so that people know <laughs> that best. I can goddamn act. You know what I mean? Speaking of 90210, what about Ian Ziering getting in a fight on Hollywood Boulevard? Thoughts? <laughs> Are you not allowed to comment? <laughs> no, I'm going to comment. I would have stayed in my car. You would have stayed in your car like a smart man? I like, mean, five against one, but I guess when you're at that moment, you know what I mean? You know when people say... At, there was a breaking point. You know what I'm talking about? Like, people say, oh, I just was at a breaking point. Like, there was stuff going on. I probably would have stayed in the car knowing that there was, it's called a biker gang for a reason. They were on mopeds. Okay, first of all, they're on scooters. So you got in a scooter <laughs> fight with a scooter gang. Secondly, they fucked your car up, your kids in the car, and you got beat up by mathletes, dog. They were 14. Like, bro, this is this is a bad look. Bro. I just, I know, but I know. I've met people, I know people who have gotten out of character over some road rage shit. And I can't, personally, I'm listening to Barbara Streisand on audiobook. Good for you. Like, I'm not in my car, like, thinking or yelling. Like, if you see a Mercedes going slow, it's because I'm on chapter four and I'm trying <laughs> to hear about when Barbara got her first singing job. Like, I'm <laughs> calm, cool, and collected. Justin's like, we're on Yentl. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> <laughs> like 0.9 so it's going a little slower you know what I mean yeah like she's talking to me like Delilah so I don't know where that mindset is but damn he really like he really got it that day but I know what you mean I find him the way I've made my peace with it is just people marry themselves to the image that they first fall in love with so with Nisi, it's like you see her on Reno 911 and you just go, this is, it's so easy to fall in love. Or me on Drake and Josh, or even like, think of Steve Carell, like from, he's one of our great actors, but for yeah. many people, he'll be Michael Scott forever because that show mm -hmm. means so much to people. Oh, 100%. But you know what? Michael Scott's still getting them goddamn residuals. So yes. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I'll be that all day. I'll be that all day. But, you know, I look at people like Miley Cyrus. They're like, oh my God, she did this and it was so crazy. But, to get out of that Mickey Mouse thing, she had to ride a fucking wrecking ball with a coochie it's right so on the street. It's so true. I never even thought about that. Like, if she didn't go kind of crazy, she'd be stuck. She'd and be stuck. And she's so famous because she went kind of crazy. They all had to do it. Christina Aguilera had to do it. Justin Timberlake had to do it. You know, Britney had to get in that, that diamond-encrusted thong and shake that ass in front of everybody. It's like you just have to do those things. And actors do it too. Like, not just the young ones, but like to show that they can do something mm -hmm. wild. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm -hmm. they go a little too far, but, you know, mm -hmm. I, I respect it. I respect it. Wow. What do I do? You're an Oppenheimer. You did it. You did it.
You don't realize it. I said this to you. I texted Thanks, Josh guys. that night. I'm like, is that? Is that not? That, oh, that's, oh, that's his that's, out. That's, that's our that's, 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 that's Justin's publicist. I'm getting because it's meant to be emotional. <laughs> I texted Josh literally that night, and I was like, you are now an actor in a movie of the year, Golden Globes. Like, like it's it's it. That's it. But also Oscar. That's it. It's yeah. going to be Oscar. Yeah. You're going to be in well, an Oscar winning movie well, as an Oscar. You. Yes. Act. No, no, no. Yes. This is, this is yes. big shit. No, it's huge. You guys want to see it's it? It's huge. You guys want to see it? This is crazy. Shaky hand. It's no, huge. No. It's huge. Shaky it's huge. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, God willing, next Nolan movie. More stuff. It's just, you did it already. But, you don't have to do anything. That's it. If you want to do something crazy, I'm let, down. Let me ask you a question. Is what do you want to do? Is Chris Nolan like um, Ryan Murphy where he just keeps on putting you in shit? He Killian. He's done six movies with Killian. You know what I mean? Like maybe no. that is your it, jam. It, it, mm-hmm. I'm dying to be mm-hmm. in a Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. You, I feel like the two of you. That's kismic. No, I'm just. I think Justin needs to host. Like, I think you would be such a great Oscars host. No, like, so no, no. Good. That you job would. is thankless. I know it is. That we, job is thankless. I know. But I'd rather raise Josh. I'd rather raise the kids <laughs> during flu season <laughs> than have an Oscars. You know what I mean? But you'd be so good at it. No, you know what I'd be really good at? What? I swear, I'd be really fucking good at it. Dating a man with a tail number. If I can find a billionaire out there, <laughs> yes. that would be my best best supporting actress. Would you give it all up for like a nice, like a PJ owning, like a young Epstein? Have Hear you me met, out. Have you met Brian Kelly? Have you met Brian Kelly? That could be good. Yeah, but you know what? Brian Kelly lives in Pennsylvania. Yeah, on the most unbelievably gorgeous farm. You could ride horses for life. I and know. Have I you know. met Brian fucking I've Kelly? I've met Brian Kelly, and Brian Kelly's cute. Yeah. Brian Kelly is really cute. I got a few more things to do before I can get to Brian Kelly. Yeah, but like this is like a this You're is close. a good match. You're you know close. what, though? I, he is the cutest son, though, so wait five years. But doesn't he have a Because he's too young. No. Because I was at Mykonos no, this summer. No, he does not. Because I was at Mykonos this summer, and I crossed. He had a boat. Okay. No boat. I see Move you on. in Mykonos with espadrilles on, just the arm candy to some billionaire, <laughs> some young <But>. Bezos energy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And by the way, I'm going to go on record and say this. And if anyone knows her, y'all tag that bitch. Lauren Sanchez. <sighs> First of all, legend, 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 <laughs> legend. legend. okay, legend. legend, yes, and I know she's tearing those sheets up, okay, I know Jeff Bezos looks at that woman like she is a fucking porterhouse steak, like she is hot, she's one of the boys, she can talk sports, she could talk helicopters, like she is doing all the things. I will say this, for people who think that she does not work, being with a billionaire is a full-time job filtering people, entertaining people, going to all these things, having to know what everyone's doing and what they're up to and keeping up with things. You're basically somebody's right-hand man when you're at that level of money. So hats off to her. She bagged it. She bagged it. She bagged it. She did it. And she's keeping it. Yeah. She got a ring. She got a fucking boat. She double bagged it. She double bagged it. She, She has one of those. She ain't with that Erwan you know, plastic bag. She with the Balenciaga. We made it for, you know, $1,500 bag. Like, yeah, she canvas. did it. That Ikea bag. <laughs> she walks into Nordstrom Rack and buys the whole rack. Oh, the building. The ba- she, <laughs> she goes into the rack and goes, I've never been to a Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, thank you for being on the show. Thank we love you. you. Oh my God, so any billionaires, fun. let me know. So fun. Anything to plug? 
Yes, E! News, every night, 11 o'clock, Monday through Thursday. Come through. Follow me on Instagram, Justin A. Sylvester, and hopefully on my own podcast at some point in the near future. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you one. What's up, dear media? We'll get you one. What's up? Um, five stars. Justin's five stars. If you don't rate this show five stars, what are you, nuts? Right? What are you, nuts? You'll be my what am I in? And by the way, go watch Oppenheimer. It is, by the way, it's <laughs> not one of those three-hour movies where you're like, damn, it's a three-hour movie. You're like, damn, it was a three-hour movie. That was great. Yeah, freaking watch Oppenheimer. Right? Ben. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.